In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Tuesday of the 12th week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 27th day of June, 2023, let us call upon God that he may fill our hearts with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Ghost come down, let it come into my life. Let the Holy Ghost come down, let it come into my life. Dear friends in Christ, the title of my homily today is, We are King's Men. We are King's Men. The first reading today is taken from the book of Genesis chapter 13. From verse 2 and verse 5 to verse 18. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 7. From verse 6 and then verse 12 to verse 14. In the first reading today, we see how much God had blessed Abraham and his relative Lot. After Abraham obeyed God's instruction to leave his own people, his own nation, and his own land to a place he will lead him, the land of Canaan. And having been so greatly blessed, there was need for expansion. And this need for expansion led to a strife between the headsmen of Abraham and those of Lot. And Abraham, being the elder, plays that role for which the elders are known, especially in Africa. Where it is believed that an elder cannot be at home and watch a goat give birth whilst he tied to a stick. An elder cannot sit and watch evil carried out. Another will always stand for justice, for equity, for fairness, for truth, for honesty, for love, for unity, for oneness. That is the true image, as pleased as given by the traditional African society. And so, Abraham said to Lot, he says, let there be no strife between you and me, and between your headsmen and my headsmen, for we are king's men. And I want to emphasize that again, for we are king's men. And look at what Abraham did. He gave the privileged position, the advantageous position, to Lot. He said to Lot, Is not the whole land before you? Separate yourself from me. If you take the left hand, then I will go the right. Or if you take the right hand, then I will go the left. What a great 
proposal. Beloved friends in Christ, we must always recognize the fact that we are kinsmen. Jesus wants us in the gospel today. We should not throw the food meant for children to dogs. Lest they eat them up and come back attacking us. Stop throwing the food meant for kinsmen to dogs. Lest they come back to attack you. Lot and Abraham separated on the ground of expansion. And amicably so. I pray for you, beloved child of God. There shall be no separation in your family on account of strife, on account of conflict, on account of disagreement in the name of Jesus. Let it be on account of expansion and not separation in the sense of breaking apart, but in the sense of spreading out to conquer new territories for the common good of all in your family as you are all kinsmen. We are kinsmen. And what makes us kinsmen is not, at least from this narrative of Abraham and his cousin Lot, is not what you benefit from your kinsman, but the prize or the sacrifice you are able to make in the life of your kinsman. And these used to be at the base of our relationship in the African society. At least the traditional African society. Where relatives are raised by their elder relatives. People are raised by their uncles. Not abused by their uncles. Not molested by their uncles and aunts. Not used for rituals by their uncles and aunts. Families were supportive of one another. Communities were supportive of one another. Not warring with one another. Communities will go out to construct roads jointly, linking communities to boost their economic activities and not fight in wars. Communities come together to put up social amenities, not destroy the social amenities in one another's community out of warfare. We need to go back to where we were before we destroyed our beautiful systems and cultural practices. This has nothing to do with the evil practices that may be embedded in some cultures because there is no society that hasn't got both the good and the bad. Dear children of God, again, another point worth noting is the fact that it was after Abraham made this sacrifice of asking the brother or the cousin Lord to take the advantage stance that God came to bless him. Look at what God did. God said to Abraham, lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are. 
northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land which you see, I will give to you and to your descendants forever. I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth, so that if one can count the dust of the earth, your descendants also can be counted. Look at the great promise God made to Abraham. And he indeed fulfilled it. God's blessings come at, come at a cost. And the cost is the sacrifice you make in the life of others. Unfortunately, our generation is so selfish and self-centered that we only remember those who are kings when we think there is any advantage, any benefit we stand to gain from them. And this understanding of we being kinsmen is not a function of our color, of our race, of our biological descent. No, it goes beyond that. It goes to the fact that we are all, as human beings, we are of the same family, the family of God's own people. And so we are kinsmen, irrespective of our socio-political divides, irrespective of the differentiation, I mean the differences in our race, color, culture, gender, and then all of that. We are one people. We must learn to work for the good of others. Not being exploitative of one another and taking undue advantage of one another. Again, dear child of God, it is not every battle that is meant to be fought. It is not every loss that is meant to be considered as a loss. There are laws you have recorded in life that are actually blessings in disguise. Apparently, the choice made by Lot was better than that of Abraham. Abraham as the one who was chosen by God to come into this land and took Lot as a company had every right and every privilege to have even sent Lot back home for trying to contest and strive with him. But instead of doing that, he says, you choose whatever you consider to be the best and I will take the other. And actually, it appeared more promising where Lord chose. But beyond the appearance was disaster. Dear child of God, there are laws you have recorded in life that in those laws, you escaped major disasters in your life. There are men that you have been married to, women that you have been married to, jobs that you have gotten that would have destroyed you. There are visas that you were denied that if you have gotten those visas, they would have ruined your marriage and your family. Don't cry every day over the spilled milk. Look up to God and see where he's leading you, beloved child of God. There are lands, there are properties that you have lost, but God used it to save you from something more disastrous. Am I saying that you should just fold your hands and watch other people take your blessings? No. But seek the face of God in the instance of any form of loss. The beautiful choice made by Lord turned out to become the land of Sodom and Gomorrah that will leave him with nothing but only his life, including his wife. Everything was lost. Dear child of God, as you begin your day, walk and make sacrifice. 
for the salvation, and by salvation I mean the integral holistic well-being of those around you and those that you can impact positively on. And watch God bless you. Because the price for enjoying the blessings of God is sacrifice. And remember, we are kinsmen. It is not right for us to strive, to fight, and to be in conflict with one another. Let us be mutually supportive. And God's glory and his blessings will manifest more in our midst through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.